Hello and welcome to the Tips and Its podcast with Sia and Pip. Hello. We are a podcast based in Glasgow where we talk about everything that is amazing, nitty and yarny and fabulous. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get a little bit tipsy along the way. Hello and welcome to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival episode of Tipsy Knits. Yeah, I think you all know the routine by now. It's March and that can only mean one thing and we'll only have one type of content for you. Yes. Our annual rundown of what we got up to at the lovely Edinburgh. It was it was manic, guys. I don't really? know. You'll probably be able to tell, but I am certainly very exhausted. So, I apologize if I don't make sense of certain parts of this uh, this recording. It's we'll fine, because I'm pretty sure I didn't make sense through most of the actual festival. <laughs> <laughs> Thesis brain, what can I say? I forgot mm. how to people. You spend that, ta- that amount of time in front of a computer with no people around you. Yeah. And pretty then, sure I forgot my own name at some point. Mm, and then pair that with baby brain for me. I'm sure it was fine. <laughs> Yeah, though if any of you who did meet us at the festival were wondering if we had been replaced by plant people, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are drinking something we got at the lovely festival from the wonderful Nelly of Knitting with Nelly is her podcast. Yeah, and she's Nelly the Finn. On Instagram. You may have seen her wonderful hippopotamus Bert around and about. Yep, he is, he's so cute. He's so cute and fluffy. She is from Finland, funnily enough, and she brought some Moomin tea with her for Mm -hmm. us to try. So I'm going to try the cookies and cream tea, Uh and Sia, you have the... I've got vanilla, rooibosh, and banana. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we're we're not... Okay, we're going off brand. There is no alcohol in this episode. (laughs) We're too exhausted. We're too exhausted, but also... I did try drinking at the festival. Mm-hmm. I mean, not at the festival. I'm not saying I was wandering around with a can in my bag or something. But the first night we were at the Airbnb, mm-hmm. Heather and I bought some canned cocktails. Hers was fine. And I'm just going to say, do not buy the um, Asda's own brand woo-woo cocktail. To be Ever. F- it was vile. To be fair, have we not previously established that perhaps canned cocktails are better left on the shelves? Well, yeah, but I was at a festival. <laughs> and, I suppose, yeah. And I was in Edinburgh and I was like, I'm in a different place, therefore it's kind of like a different reality, mm-hmm. almost. Because, I mean, you're, in the, you're at a festival, you're in the mindset for that. Yeah. And I feel like Edinburgh Yarn Festival, and actually most yarn festivals I've ever been to, exist in its own little pocket universe. Yes. You know? Definitely. So I was like, you know, it won't let me down. And it turned out when you pay £1.75 for a can kind of uh, naff alcohol you get what you pay for yeah oh it tastes so medicinal but not in a good way <laughs> well we're about to find out what these teas taste like yes mine is the cookies and cream and it really smells like cookies and cream so let's see go on then it's very hot mm-hmm. funnily enough hmm it doesn't really taste like cookies and cream but it smells like mm-hmm. cookies and cream kind of tastes like just regular tea. It's not necessarily a bad thing. No. Let me try again. Go on then. Maybe there's a slight hint. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, we could have brewed it longer, but I don't think... Yeah. Because it's a black tea base. 
you don't want to brew it too long and then no. end up getting really, really bitter. But, yeah, I mean, it's passable. Yeah, it's <laughs> passable. It's, it's not bad. Okay. It smells, it smells really sweet. It doesn't taste really sweet. So I guess it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's fine. I'll drink it. Okay, good to know. What about yours, Sia? Your banana and vanilla rubos. The more I smell it, the worse it gets. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> You've got milk in yours. Yours is at least cool-ish. Well, it tastes better than I thought it would, mostly because it doesn't taste of anything. <laughs> it's like hot water with a... Probably because you didn't brew it long enough. I brewed it for like a minute, but it, sm- it smells so strong. Yeah, they do smell really, really strong. This smells of um, fake banana. Yeah. It smells like banana food flavouring or whatever. And I'm, I really like banana. It's all right. But I don't like fake banana. Oh, no, I can't drink that. I'll try it. Go on, you try it. I'm afraid that one's not for me. Hot, 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 hot. And I tried the cookies and cream last night because I got given a bag. Oh, no, I see that one. I can taste the banana in it. Okay, well. A little bit more. That's all yours then. <laughs> That's not bad. That's all right. Yeah. It's, it's not for me. It's tea with an undertone of banana. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go back to my um, ginormous latte that I brought with me <laughs> from I'd... a coffee chain that shall remain nameless. I feel bad because I feel like we're like, eh, eh, but thank you very much, Nella. I really, I actually really enjoyed trying them. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, the cookies and cream one, I think it's nice because, like I said, I tried some last night. Yeah. And I think it's sort of a nice comforting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a breakfast tea, but with a very comforting edge to it. I texted my mother-in-law mm-hmm. last night with a picture of the tea bags and because she loves Moomins. Mm. And she did ask me if it was made from real Moomins. <laughs> I did tell her that I'm not sure you can ethically source tea made from Moomins. So I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Okay. <laughs> but it was a nice... It's a nice... Think, like everyone was so excited about the moments. Oh yeah, and Nelly had them all in this great big bag. Yeah, and although they're all individually packaged, you open the bag and you just get this delicious waft of mm. like all the scents of the tea mingling together. It was so nice. Yeah, and yeah. It's just so sweet and generous. Yes, yes. She's a sweetheart. Yes. So moving on from drinks to on and off the needles. Yep. Usual business first. Mm-hmm. What we have on the needles. Mm-hmm. See ya. I have one project on the needles. <gasps> I know, right? Who'd have thunk? <laughs> uh, so I have the Oranjestat. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce it. Shawl by Lavania Patricella. Mm-hmm. And I've been eyeing up her patterns for months. She does these beautiful brioche shawls and hats and cowls and things. And because we were going to EYF, I was kind of thinking, you know, I want to knit something of hers but I want something a bit simpler mm-hmm. and this shawl is basically garter stitch crescent shaped with eyelets and lace mesh lovely so easily done and she's done it the way she's done it it's in this really nice sort of gradient kind of mm-hmm. so I was like right let's get it on the needles so I'm using some leftover Ginger's hand dyed sheepish sock in the Lallybrock colourway mm-hmm I'm then using the Gideon Yarns Merino 4-ply base that you got me from Perth Festival of Yarns in the sassy colourway. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I don't know what the base is called because I did that really clever thing 
where I hand round the ball because according to that meme picture thing that's going around at the moment I am chaotic good when it comes to my yarn winding and I did that really clever thing where I wound the ball of yarn around the label right so I know it's merino I know it's four ply I know the colorway I just couldn't tell you what the base is actually called did you put it on Ravelry nope (laughs) so chaotic good when it comes to your yarn winding but perhaps chaotic evil when it comes to updating your Ravelry stash. No, just just, cha- just generally chaotic. Yeah, just chaotic neutral um, in general. Yeah. And then I'm going to put in another colourway at the end but I, don't, I haven't decided what yet. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have on the needles. It's very pretty. Everyone was asking about it at DYF. Yeah, so I had to get pretty adept at trying to work out how the heck to pronounce the name. <laughs> like, I default into either French or German. Mm-hmm. So I was a bit kind of like, I'm not sure, but I think that's how you pronounce it. That's what YouTube said. Cool. Let's go with YouTube. Blame it all yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, why, why would YouTube lie? <laughs> why would any social media lie? But yeah, that's what I've got on the needles. What about you, Pip? I have two things on the needles. Mm-hmm. I have my Mama Vertebrae, which I cast on ages ago, which, frankly, I've hit that point where I'm like, I'm bored. I've got yeah. like 40 centimetres of garter stitch to go. And I'm not necessarily enjoying handling the yarn. Really? Yeah. Why? It's nice yarn when it's knit, but it just it feels weird in my hands when I'm knitting with it. And that's the sublime DK. Yeah, it's like it's quite loosely plied. Oh. And it feels not plasticky. Like it feels soft and everything. It just doesn't have the feel in my hand that I'm used to with like okay four ply and stuff and i'm just a bit over it it's at least you're doing it in garter and not stocking stitch because that would drive you up the wall yup but i think because it is literally 40 centimeters of just solid Mm -hmm. garter stitch that i'm like there is nothing interesting to do here and it's quite slippy as well because it's on Mm -hmm. metal needles so it all just feels very slippy and uh it's in the naughty pile at the moment. And uh, the other one that I've got on the needles is the Audrey Shawl by Trico and Stitch, which I've had in my queue for ages. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to use one skein of main colour and then nine mini skeins. Okay. I am doing one skein of main colour, which is Rusty Ferret Quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I'm using six mini skeins. Um, which is Martin's Lab mini bundle that I bought at EYF back in 2017 because I figured out that if I chose the the contrast colour with the least amount of yardage and the most amount of yardage, it still came to less than one of those mini skeins. So I was able to work it out that I can just use the six. And I have almost got to the lacy bit. Nice. Um... And it's super bright and colourful and I love it. And it's going well. I did get to the point where I doubled the amount of stitches on my needles. Mm. So that is a little bit kind of going from, oh, this is going quickly to, oh my God, this is taking forever. (laughs) But it is going to look pretty when it's done. It will. It's been in my queue for ages. I got to cross it off my list of roll the dice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's all good. Yeah. So that's what I have. On my needle at the moment. Now, Sia, you have been busy with your cast-offs. I have. I've been super busy. This is probably the most finished objects I will ever, ever have to share on this podcast. (laughs) Ever, 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 ever. 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 
Uh, right, okay. So, in no particular order, I have cast off the Sunset Highway sweater mm-hmm. that I was knitting for UIF. I've mm-hmm. worn it lots. It is glorious. I added thumb holes. You got lots of compliments. I did. Um, thank you all for those, by the way. And it looks fabulous with my blue lipstick, which I have decided is my permanent aesthetic now. And you got to show it off to the dyer. Yeah. So the bulk of it, the body of it rather, was knit using um, Hannah of Chromatic Yarns, also the Corner of Craft, her BFL sock base. Lovely. And it is so nice to knit with and it wears beautifully. This mm-hmm. is the second time I've used it in a garment and I, I really recommend it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just it's just following on my teenage baby emo dreams. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. And yeah, I'm going to knit thumb holes into everything now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because apparently I'm a child, despite having turned 28 earlier this month. <laughs> no, it's just super comforting. Yeah. Uh, so I finished that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, that's the coffee kicking. I feel great now. <laughs> uh, I finished my Brioche Alicious. Which I cast on having frogged the great big wrap that I was doing a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. So I knit the body using two skeins of Viola Merino fingering yarn, which mm-hmm. is so nice to knit with. So soft. So very soft. I love it. And so soft. Many floof. <laughs> Such soft. Much floof. <laughs> Much wow. <laughs> I've had the coffee, not you. And so yeah, I knit that using that yarn, and then my contrast colours were a skein of Koigu, K P P P P, however many P's it is, M, <laughs> full fly yarn. I don't know. Um, I didn't. I got that when I went to Espasitrico last September, and I didn't put it in my stash because apparently I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Chaotic. But I had a ski. Well, I had two skeins, and I used one, so. It's fine. Yeah, and to you. <laughs> wow, this is so. I've got I got a venti coffee um, from a horrible chain because I'm a terrible person. Anyway, you're all caffeinated and I I'm am. delirious. This, this is great. Who who needs alcohol? So after that, I then did a free your facial because apparently February was Andrea Mallory month in mm-hmm. my head because it was my birthday twin and former flatmate Zoe's birthday because mm-hmm. we have the same birthday being birthday twins yeah so I knit that for her using more cosmic strings um EYF colorway because apparently I had a lot of it and I loved it uh the other skein of Koigu mm-hmm. and even more cosmic strings sock blend that I had in my never-ending stash of cosmic strings yarn <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I have a problem and then, because it was still Cosmic Strings Month, <laughs> I knit a Pull the Wool Over hat, which is a free pattern by Spastrico. Mm-hmm. This is Spastrico Month as well, apparently. Who'd have thunk? I am so high on caffeine. So I did that using... Stop giggling at me. <laughs> I'm not giggling at you. I can see you grinning at me at the corner of my eye. It's really off-putting. How dare you? So good that this is audio and not video. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're going to leave all this in, aren't you? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep, so I knit that using Cosmic String Sock Blend Held Double. Mm-hmm. And that was a really nice, quick knit. Super easy. Um, 10 out of 10, we'll probably knit again. Mm-hmm. Then, after that, because apparently... How many projects did I do? Good Lord. Then I knit a Tits Out shawl by Tina V.D. Berg. Mm-hmm. It was one of the Tits Out Collective patterns. And I knit that using some Rusty Ferret Wink in the mm-hmm. Burnt Sugar colorway. 
and some more main nant uh, merino four ply that I had left over from another project. And because I'm, you know, super witty, I've named it my sugar tits shawl. Yes. My projects because I'm super, super mature. Uh, apologies to anybody who does not like hearing the word tits several times. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's everything that I've done. I'm going to sit quietly and finish my coffee now while Pip talks through her projects. Pip, Are you what? sure you need to finish that coffee? Yes, I do. Otherwise <laughs> I will not be awake later on. <laughs> I'm meant to be going to see Captain Marvel tonight. I want to, I want to enjoy that. So yeah, Pip, 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 what have you finished? I finished the test knit that I was talking about last episode, Ooh. which it turns out is the Ama sweater by the lovely Maddie Harvey of Harvey Knits. Ooh. And I knit that in the wool kitchen yarn that I got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. I don't ever want to take it off. I wore it to Edinburgh for two days and everyone was asking me what it was and um, the Will Kitchen had little postcards with all the information that you needed. It's not released yet. It's coming soon. Keep your eyes open. And, oh, I just love it. It's cropped, which I don't really wear that much, mm-hmm. but it sits perfectly over a little bump. Aww. And... It's funny. I actually think it almost disguised the fact that I was pregnant. <laughs> right. So a lot of people, I'd be like, and then I'd say, you know, five and a half yeah. months pregnant, and then they'll go, what? <laughs> no, look it. It's because it just sat right on top of the bump. So it kind of disguised it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's boxy. It's got a lot of positive ease, but it doesn't look like it drowns you. Yeah. Maddie has done an incredible thing with the arms where those of us who are plus sized... Mm-hmm can often run into a problem with raglan where for every stitch you increase in the body you increase a stitch in the arms Mm -hmm. which means you end up with armholes that could probably fit your whole body inside that's awkward yeah it's a problem guys Mm -hmm. like seriously so many problems it's such it's such a common issue when you're trying to knit plus size stuff Maddie has managed to avoid that from happening by some clever raglan shaping. Okay. Which is really cool. So, I mean, I knit an extra large and I think it goes up to like three or four extra large. Nice. So, like, she's really done a really good job of making it work for every size. Good. And it's just smooshy and warm and amazing and it's got enough interest in it that when you're knitting it it's fun to knit and then you don't have to knit like forever on a body Mm. which is amazing because that's the bit that I tend to get bored of the sleeves don't take forever Mm -hmm. there's enough interest in the sleeves because you change color halfway through that like it doesn't feel like a chore oh I just I loved the whole experience of knitting it you flew through it I love 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 wearing it I mean I knit it in 27 days that's quick i knit an extra large with 10 inches of positive ease Mm -hmm. in 27 days it is a quick knit Mm. like and it is dk as well yes it's dk and i love it i really really love it and i want to wear it everywhere all the time she says that but she's not even wearing it right now that's because it's too nice to wear on my (laughs) sloppy kind of trackies day when I can't be bothered to actually, you know, 
do anything or be seen. So you say that because I look at it, I'm like, that's a sweater that you can dress up or down. True. And I would quite cheerfully wear it, like, over my pyjamas, chilling in the house, or I'd wear it out with jeans or a dress. Yeah, it's a really versatile look. But I think for me, even when I'm on my, like, pyjamas, sweats days, I'm still really vain. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to wear at least one nice thing so that I feel... I mean, I am wearing one nice thing. I'm wearing my Sunset Highway. Yeah. So... I'm just teasing you. (laughs) That's also because I discovered that my Sunset Highway makes me... Definitely shows off the bump now. Like, while the Ama sweater Mm -hmm. kind of disguised it a bit, I wore my my Sunset Highway on the Saturday, on the last day, and I look back at the pictures and I'm like, oh, yeah, you can tell. Mm -hmm. You can tell he's in there. Like... That was accentuating the bump. Mm-hmm. But that's not a bad thing. Surprisingly, yeah. like, it's not that big a bump yet. So I can still yeah. get away with wearing most stuff. Well, even then, you can just wear what you want. I know, but it gets to a certain point where you get big enough that stuff doesn't fit anymore. And I haven't oh, reached yeah. that Oh, well, yeah, from yet. that point of view, yeah, obviously. Um, speaking of which, if anyone has any good suggestions for mm-hmm. cardigans or sweaters, that will work from now right through growing bump and mm-hmm. then afterwards I know I got recommended the a Bristol Ivy one. Oh yes it was that nice one that Rosie's mum was wearing yeah give me one second it had a nice open front and I think it had quite a funky construction as well from what they were saying yeah I put it I put it in my it looked really nice um, so yeah like open fronted stuff mm-hmm. Newsome by Bristol Ivy I got recommended so anything kind of along those lines Mm -hmm. anyone has any suggestions all ears (laughs) anyway sorry for the random aside there right so down to business I suppose UIF yeah it happened indeed it did I made it to my class on time you did which was a real uh, a real miracle yeah so I mean I think I would characterise this year's festival, for the most part, as the most relaxed, calm, laid-back EYF to date. Yes. Where there's been sort of mad frenzies and rushing around marketplaces and, you know, a couple of sharp elbows here and there, Mm -hmm. there was none of that this year. Yeah. Everybody, like, was wandering around the market at a leisurely pace, you know, there was no running anywhere... With the exception of you for your class. I think that was probably the most manic moment of the entire yeah. so festival. F- for those of you who have not heard the story, I was meeting my friend Carola for lunch on Wednesday at one o'clock. And then we were going to saunter along to our class at two o'clock. And then the trains got borked and my train got cancelled halfway. And then I got on a replacement bus service where we didn't move for 25 minutes. And then we had to stop at every stop on the way. And I literally made it to my class as they were calling me in. And the wonderful Corolla was amazing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. got me a sandwich and a and a, a, a bottle of Coke waiting for me when I got into the class because oh, I hadn't that? eaten anything. So it, it was a bit manic, but I got there. I did mm-hmm. the um, Carrie Westerman's Knitting the Landscape class, which was really interesting. And made me think about things in a way that I hadn't thought about before. Because my brain doesn't work 
that way. My brain works like, oh, let's get a a stitch dictionary out Mm -hmm. and I'll find a nice stitch that I can use in something. Whereas this was, how do you come up with something? How do you interpret things, messing around and inventing new ways of doing things? So it was very, very good. It's very interesting. And then... Heather and, yeah, Heather and I came through on a train a bit later. When the signal had been fixed. Ish. It was the only train that left from Queen Street that entire afternoon. Wow. I was at home, like, watching the Scott Rail website. I've just basically found the one train. Messaged Heather and was like, right, we've got half an hour. Mm-hmm. Hightailed it to Queen Street and my flipping taxi. Oh, my goodness. He went to three wrong addresses before he found my house. Wow. And given that I live in the vicinity of a sporting ground, (laughs) (laughs) not difficult to find at all, but yeah. Um, So I was just kind of sat in the back of my taxi going, no, 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 we're going to get there, we're going to get there. Heather and I literally managed to get through the gates with two minutes to spare and then the train flipping didn't leave for another ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) But we got there, it was cool. Um, We got to our Airbnb, dumped our stuff, then came and got Pip. Yeah. Then we just went back to the Airbnb and... Chilled. Spent, yeah, spent the evening eating pizza and reading, Giggling. reading bad fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Because we are the most mature of knitters. Girls weekend away. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, so then the marketplace really kicked in on the Thursday. Yep. We had early access because Joe and Mika, although they weren't doing a podcast lounge this year... They had given podcasters the options of different podcaster passes and yeah. spans and such. Uh, we went for the lanyard passes. Yeah. Mostly because I love a good lanyard. Yeah. And I'll be honest, although we've, you know, it's been so nice and so generous to give podcasters free access in previous years. I'm happy enough to pay. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I had already bought my full weekend tickets yeah, anyway, had. so and I'd they, already paid for the whole... Yeah, and then they very generously sent you a pass as well. Yeah. Which was lovely of them. But yeah, I think my feedback would be, I'm del- you know, I'm happy to give money to a festival that I love. Yeah. And has been so generous and so fantastic to us in the past. And the amount of work that Joe and Mika oh, put into EYF. Like, they deserve our hard-earned money because they... I couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that characterised it for me was I caught Mika at one point in the marketplace and, you know, had a quick sort of, you know, hi, how are you? You know, having a good time. Yeah, so, you know, absolute hats off to them. Mm -hmm. And also this year, I think they'd made a few changes. Like, it was noticeably more accessibility friendly and yeah so i noticed there were more seats and things in the top right corner of the marketplace mm -hmm. and it just like shows as well how much feedback they get every year that they then take on board and they adapt and they change and yeah i think it's quite easy sometimes when you get feedback about something to take it as a negative Mm -hmm. whereas they just kind of take everything on board and they're not afraid Mm-hmm. to implement new things try something different and you know they just keep evolving yeah it's oh it gets better and better every year definitely so, so huge thank you and well done to them yes so we traipsed around the marketplace mm-hmm. first thing on thursday morning and then yep. we found ourselves a table where we could have a base for the day yep you more than me yeah because you know I'm tired all the time now and my feet hurt all the time. Um, I'm a caffeinated fidget. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
we got to spend time just chilling out with amazing people. So I met so many people from Virtual Knit Night. Yeah. And people it's... that I didn't expect were going to be mm-hmm. there either yeah. necessarily because I haven't been able to get on. So I wasn't sure exactly who was coming and it yeah. was so nice to be like, oh my goodness, it's you. Like, yeah. it's so nice. And you meet people in real life when you've known them online for so long that it feels like you've already yeah. met before. Um, So that was definitely one of my favourite parts. Yeah, I think it was nice for you in that aspect. And then for me, obviously, I am not able to take part in the VKNs currently. Mm-hmm. So I've heard about all of these people, but not really had the chance to actually talk to them and things. So it was mm-hmm. nice for me, I think, to sort of be able to put names and faces together from what you've told me, but also get to know everyone. Yeah. So that was really lovely. Yeah. And, oh, which is great. Like... It was awesome. Um, the marketplace was great. Yep. The... The wool research station was really cool. Oh, that was super cool. So that was uh, the Woolist, which is Zoe. I'm I think, sure. and she has a, she has a PhD. Yeah, and um, there was a bit where you had to guess the fleeces. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident I got number five and six right. Yeah, I'm almost certain. And the rest of them, I was a bit like, I don't know. <laughs> and how many breeds was it? She had six. There? Well, there was six to guess from, yeah. and then she had like these mini skeins of all different breeds hanging up. Okay. Um, which was really really cool yeah. to try them all and stuff. And then, um, she had these cute little like woodcut sheep, um, fronts and oh, backs, yes. and she put their wool in between them, so it was really cute. And mm-hmm. she had badges of different sheep breeds yeah. and, um. It was just really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Yeah. I didn't really have much of a budget this year, yeah. so as much as I would have liked to go crazy, mm-hmm. I unfortunately did not have the opportunity. But um, it was still nice to go and squish everything and, yeah, and talk there, to people. There were quite a few new new and familiar faces. So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, Stephen and Penelope, La Bien Aimé were back. Yeah. They were sort of like um, tag teaming it in the top right corner. And what was cool is that some of the people who've been at the Stephen and Penelope stall in past years, like Ushatita mm-hmm. and Undercover Order, actually had their own stalls this yeah, year. Yeah, they did. Which was really cool. Yeah, and uh, I wish I had the budget to go and get some more yarn because Undercover Order had some. Her yarn names are amazing. Mm-hmm. And the bases are so flipping squishy. Like, yeah. I can't even. Heather and I were going around and we found one skein on her stand that was called Witchy Business. <laughs> and both of us were like, yes, <laughs> that is our aesthetic. We want it. And right behind Undercover Otter was Countess Ablaze. Oh, yeah. She looked amazing. Every single day, like, I'm sorry. Put Stephen West in his outfits and various ensembles to shame. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong, I'm down with Stephen West and the various hats and little suits and things that he has worn over the previous years. I mean, that suit he wore the first year that you came, I think. Yeah. With, like, the weird, like, childish print on it and stuff. I mean, that was cool, but Countess, like, we're talking headdresses and... Leather and latex. Well, like, the first day she was wearing a black bodysuit... Mm-hmm. With just this red mesh stuff over it, wasn't she? Red latex mesh. Like it was, and this massive big red wig. And yeah, I was and, just her, like, and her boots as well. Queen! Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, it was really, really warm in that marketplace. <laughs> and everyone's wandering around in sweaters and she's swatting around cool as a cucumber. Yeah. 
Yeah. Total badass. And, like, I didn't... I wanted to be as respectful as possible, but I did get a chance to tell her that I really admired yeah. everything that she does and her whole business ethos, which was fun. Yeah, um, you said that, whereas I was just, like, making little heart signs out of being like, love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Heather and I got to chat to some of her team as well, mm-hmm. um, and they they are so lovely as well. Yeah. Really, really friendly, really helpful. I can only imagine what a nice workplace it is mm-hmm. for them working back at their HQ um, mm-hmm. and I think you know you know, team, team Countess Blaze they're just yeah oh god they're amazing love also them. her EYF colorway was glorious and we're going to put in a slight warning for language here she had a colorway called Brexit, Brexit. yeah and I was like hell yes yeah. hell yes and oh it was just which is great to like see her. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, don't get me wrong, there is a place for yarn that's inspired by flowers and petals mm-hmm. and nice genteel things like cups of tea. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you do need people like the Countess coming in and calling something like Tweed Bollocks. Yeah. And calling a spade a bloody shovel, as we say back home. <laughs> You know, like. Yeah, it's just good to have kind of the industrial punk goth. Yeah, and I think having that presence in that corner of EYF was just. It was cool. Like, you'd wander around that corner and you'd go from sort of like, you know, here's natural breeds and natural colours, and then it'd be like, bam! Neon colours, police tape. Yes. Science fiction things. Yes. Oh, it was great. That was really cool. What else was. I mean, going back to what you said about Ushitita being there. Mm hmm. They obviously had their squirrel colourway. Yeah. But they also had this little cut-out photo thing yeah. of a squirrel, and you could just stick your face in and be a squirrel. <laughs> like, I mean... Heather took sure. very good good Fuck. use of that. Yeah, I took a picture of Heather of it, and then I used layout to tile it nine times. <laughs> it's my favourite picture of the entire weekend. Uh, may or may not share that with you guys. <laughs> oh, actually, Heather's put it on her Instagram. You can find Heather. Yeah. She's a babe. Um, what else was there that was amazing? There were, what was the new faces were there, actually? Um, I think, was this Yarnistry's first? Yes, Yarnistry. How do we forget Yarnistry? Yeah. Beavers. Beavers. Lots of colour. Colourful. Lots of cool stuff. Yeah, and Yana Street and um, Bearded Hooker, her partner. Yeah. They are both lovely. Great. Was, they've got good chat. Yeah, it was really nice to meet them, actually, because I've got a couple of Yana Street bits and pieces. Like, I've got a pussy hat badge. I've yeah. got one of her ga- her um, her needle gauges mm-hmm. that also works mm. as a ruler for your gauge yeah. swatch and stuff. So she does really cool stuff. Yeah. And it's I just also fo- colourful. I, yeah, I just follow them both on Instagram and pee myself laughing every time they post up a slightly like cheeky holiday beaver yeah holiday beaver or um ikea inspired um graphic yes i love the ikea inspired stuff again to go on the political thing i think uh bearded hook had a balls to brexit yeah and they sold out yeah sold out really quick i mean (laughs) preach preach especially considering the timing of the festival there's you know we were all like yes represent yeah um what else did we get up to gosh it was so much it was kind of hard to think about it yeah um familiar faces obviously well people like easy knits there yeah um john wasn't there but james and liz were representing yeah and he had some new stuff that i'd never seen before yeah that was instantly like ooh. 
Mm-hmm. Um, There's some lurex involved. Yeah, so well, you could see, yeah, you could see that yarn from around the corner. It was like tinsel. Yeah, it was amazing. Like you and... think you've seen sparkly yarn, but this is like a whole new level. Yeah, like yeah. Forget I don't really have words for it. It was just shiny. Yeah. Forget Stelina that frays and breaks. Yeah. No, no. This is a full ply of sparkle going the whole mm. way through. That's unbroken. You can see... OMG. Yeah, if you made a yeah. hat out of that, you that no one would miss you. Yeah. No one would miss you in a crowd. No. I mean, to be fair, no one would miss you in a crowd in any of Jordan's yarn. True. That is very he, true. He does saturated brights so well. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, Ginger Twist was there. Lovely, mm-hmm. lovely Jess. Yeah. Uh, Knitting Goddess was Knitting there. Goddess was there. Um, aided by one of our favourite people ever. Leona. Lovely LJ. Of Fluff and, and Rusty Ferret. Um, who, who else was there? We got to see Stephen West. Got to see Stephen West. You had your annual photo with him. I did have my annual photo with him. Managed to catch him first thing yeah. before the madness hit. So I actually got to chat to him for a little bit, which was mm-hmm. nice. There's just so much, guys. Oh, Wall Kitchen. Got to mention Wall Kitchen. Yes. Finally got to have a chat to Wall Kitchen. And she is a fellow wakey lass. Yes. So we had a good, like, Pip must have been bored out of school because we were going, where are you from? You've got a Yorkshire accent. Wakefield? I'm from Wakefield. Where in Wakefield? Yep. And we did the whole, like, wait, your mum went to that school? My mum went to that school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we had a good chat about that, which was amazing. And I was just like, yes, wakey lass. Yes. Um and but, her yarn is so nice oh my gosh yes but yeah it was super cool getting to chat to Helen yeah and she has really cool yarn anyway so you know yeah what else did we do there was a photo booth there was a photo booth which we made great use of yes and they printed out your photos for you in a little strip it was really cute yeah and there was so there was more ag last year the giant yeah. and Koo. and they brought her again as well as Dougal the giant Edinburgh ram with the rainbow horns oh you're so floofy so floofy so we got pictures with them, obviously. And we got pictures of them with the two Louises. Yep. Of Case Nesscraft and Knit British Fame, who are yeah. just the loveliest they ladies. The loveliest. We were chatting a couple of nights ago at the festival, and we were both saying they, and Joe Shinybees as well, mm-hmm. were so supportive to us when we started out. Yeah. You know, I think it could have been easy to be competitive and things like that, because in different spheres of life you do get that. Yeah. Whereas they have cheered us on the entire way yes and we are so thankful for that yes and we don't really get to see each other a lot because we no. all live in different places but it was so nice just getting to see them and take pictures with them have a chat like, yeah audio forever oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i've run out of coffee i'm sad <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's only fine drinks oh no sad. so sad i might go home and buy another um <laughs> anyway um yeah words yeah. i feel like <laughs> It's impossible to put everything into words. Yeah. But I mean, speaking of fellow podcasts and things, mm-hmm. who else? Did, well, I got to catch up with Joe Shiny Bees briefly. Yeah, um, I missed her, unfortunately. But it was so nice to see her and give her a hug. Um, she was trying to pawn Tunnock's tea cakes off onto Heather and I. <laughs> and we were both kind of like, but we have these on tap. You need these in your new home place. Yes. <laughs> you know, so... Who else did we see? So Hannah of Corner of Craft. Yep, we kept the crit roll chat to a minimum. Yes. Because, yeah, because of Pip and because of Hannah and because of my thesis deadline, I might have got a little bit addicted to critical role. <laughs> Thank you both for that. Really needed that. <laughs> <laughs> but we kept that to a minimum. 
<laughs> what else? Uh, we saw Rosie of Pixel Atlantis yeah. podcast. And we chatted weddings and Wakefield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kirsty of Granick Creations. Yeah, it was so good to see her. And yeah, s- and she brought she brought Scott. She did bring Scott, her lovely partner, Lo- lovely partner. He's a lovely bloke. Um, who else? We Aileen, little bush baby. Yes, because it wouldn't be EYF without mentioning Aileen on a podcast. And she brought tablet. Oh, MG, it was delicious. Two different types of tablet, both of which were <sighs> equally delicious. I was so hyper when I got home on Saturday night. It was oh, it insane. Kicked, yeah. Sam was just like, what has happened to you? And I was like, I ate tablet. I ate lots of tablet. I ate lots and lots and lots of tablet. And he was like, oh, good It was Lord. good, but I'll tell you what, that tablet was a slow burner because mm-hmm. you didn't get the sugar high right then and there. You got it later on. Yeah. And I ate so much of it yeah. that it was uh, a bit ridiculous. Oh, Aileen. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. Gemma from the Project Bag. Finally yes, got to meet got Gemma. To She's so nice. Oh, yeah, Gemma, you're an absolute sweetheart. It was so great yeah. to finally meet you. Yeah. Because um, we've both been watching yeah. Gemma's podcast and she's been listening to us. Um, mm-hmm. Not quite sure why, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, it was lovely to finally get to, like, have hugs mm-hmm. and see her. And other non-podcasty people, we got to see the lovely um, Ellen, Kalokshek Ellen. Yes! Who sneakily kept it secret that mm-hmm. she was in the wallpaper. Yeah, under the, the diversity page. Diversity page. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Um, For those of you who don't know, Ellen is a super talented maker. Mm -hmm. Maker of these beautiful project bags. Oh my goodness. And she had a new design with her at EYF. (gasps) I want it so bad. Yeah, coveting the heck out of that, Ellen. Just so much wow. And she also does yarn. She does. She's also Mrs. Lamb's yarns. Mm -hmm. And this lovely yarn. Yeah. Who else do we see with all the lovely Corolla? Yep. Otherworldly aunts. Um, yes, who we've talked about on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to be able to give her a proper hug in real life. Yeah. She's one it's of just my mad favorite. to think that it's a year since we met her. I know. It feels like I've known yeah. her forever. So it's really good to see Corolla. Uh, Karen yeah. of Sunnyside Handmade yep. with her lovely partner. Yeah. Um, just so many people. Like, yep. there's no way we could, we could put yeah. everyone in. Like, we're going to miss people, and I'm sorry, yeah. but... Um, we briefly saw Mars of Hey Brownberry. Yes. Um, um, I only briefly saw her when we were in the queue on the first day. She's so nice. But it was so nice. We got a hug from her and she's just such a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. We also saw Grace from um, Babbles Yarns. Yarns, who was sporting a gorgeous dress from uh-huh. the Slow Wardrobe. I am so jealous. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, there's just so uh-huh. many people. Yeah, I managed to briefly catch up with Kirsten, also known as K.M. Bedigan. Yes. Uh, one of our favourite designers. And we got to see Sadie. We Lovely did Sadie get Lou. to see Sadie. Um, As you can tell, we are really, really on the ball today. It was all a bit yeah. of a blur. So it was. It just kind of three days. So I, we apologise if we missed anyone, but it's just a lot. Yeah, and obviously... Thank you to everyone who came up and said that you listen to the podcast yes. and you like us. Still not sure why. I question your judgment, but also appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> um, oh, we saw Ella. Give it a girl, Ella. We did, yes. Love Ella. She's so lovely. And yeah. also, our, like everyone that came and said hello mm-hmm. to us and stuff was so respectful and friendly and stuff. So thank you very much. Like, Not that we weren't expecting you not to be, but just... 
I think more so for you because obviously you're pregnant. Um, Pip was a little bit worried that people would want to touch her bump because I think boundaries somehow disappear for some people when you are pregnant. Mm. But nobody did that. Everyone was so nice. Yeah, and I mean, for my part, nobody came and asked me when Phil and I are getting engaged or (laughs) when I plan on sprogging. Um, So really appreciate that one. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, thank you for appreciating our boundaries. Yeah. Just had the most fabulous time. Yeah. It's just impossible to put it all into words. Yeah, I Um, think... I think it's interesting considering how each EYF has been for us. Mm-hmm. And I think if last year was sort of, you know, meeting and making new friends, this was just getting to chill out with our friends. Yeah. And as I said at the beginning, this this festival did not have the same levels of frenzy mm-hmm. that we've seen in the past. And I'm not saying that that frenzy was bad. You know, there's always, you know, the bubbles of excitement and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think this year, there was just sort of a calmness to everybody. Yeah. And there wasn't the same, I have to have that yarn. Mm-hmm. I have to have this exclusive thing and, you know, other knitters be damned. Yeah. It was a lot more respectful, maybe. Yeah, it was easier to move around the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it... I haven't noticed this necessarily in previous years, but I did see that in the marquee and in the... Is it the Baron Room? Mm-hmm. There were signs on some of the tables saying, you know, priority seating and things. Yeah. And, you know, so for people who were... Uh, you know, pregnant, older... Mobility problems. You know, and I th- and it also said on it, I did notice, you know, please be mindful that not everything will be visible to you. Yeah. And I've n- I don't know if this is something that's been done in the past, but I thought, you know, that was a really good yeah. thing to do. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. And then obviously there was Make Wall yesterday, which is Sunday. Mm-hmm. You were absolutely shattered and I had planned to go, but I just... I woke up and the festival cold hit me. Yeah, I had the festival lurky yesterday um, and it was just not going to happen. But I know there was obviously various different vendors there mm-hmm. and there was the, the diversity panel. Yes, which will be up on YouTube. And I'm really looking forward to watching that. I think it's, you know... Important. It is, absolutely. Yeah, and from everything that I've seen on Instagram and things, it went really, really well and yeah. it was really interesting. So um, that will eventually go up on YouTube, but they'll the festival organizers will let, let us know mm-hmm. um, but, um hopefully you know it's a sign of there'll be future conversations and panels like that at other festivals yeah and yeah that's good so i think like we've kind of covered off a lot not everything it's impossible to cover everything but we'll, we'll hit the stop button later and be like god we should have said that or should we move on to spam we should move on to spam because I'm low on coffee. And by low on coffee, I mean I've got like one tiny dribble left. I had quite a modest haul this year. I did not have the budget of previous years because mm-hmm. I was sick for three months off work and the bulk of my money comes from commission, so I was not earning commission. And even is, then, it's nobody's business what your budget is. That's fine. We, like, don't, we don't stash shame. I was a bit kind of like, oh, this sucks, I don't have... But actually, it was kind of nice... Because it meant I had to really consider every purchase. Whereas sometimes yeah. in previous years I've been like, oh, I've got money burning a hole in my pocket. I'm just going to spend it. And then being a bit like, why did I get that? <laughs> but I really had to be really considered mm. with my purchase. And I purchased to the pound. 
to the pound. Oof, that's all. That's good planning, Pip. Good luck. You <laughs> and your levels of organisation are car flipping even, and I didn't even know you'd done that. <laughs> How? <laughs> to be fair, I didn't do it on purpose, it just happened. Serendipity. Oh, it's a... So, the first... Ow. So, the first thing I did was I got the kit for the new Shetland Will We Cat, which is called the Roadside Beanie, which released at Edinburgh. I got it mm-hmm. from Jameson and Smith. And it is the one of the official colorways, and I'm looking forward to casting that on. The Shetland Will We Cat release is always one of my favorite things about Edinburgh. That's always the first thing you dive for as soon as we're through the door. Pip's like, right, Will We Cat, let's go. Yeah, and also, like, I walked up to the Jameson and Smith stall. I looked mm-hmm. at it and I was like, how am I going to find all these colours? <laughs> yeah. So I literally said to them, she was like, can I help you? And I was like, uh, will we cat? And she just went, ah. And she went underneath the, the register yeah. and she just pulled out a kit and I was like, thank goodness. <laughs> um, but that'll be that'll be cast on at some point. It's a really cute hat. It's got sheep and it's got boats and it's got all kinds of stuff on it. And it's adorable, and it's and you be, want it, and yeah. you need it, and yeah. you'll wear it and squish it, and yeah. give it a name. I will. Cool. Then the next thing I did was I got myself a surprise beaver from mm-hmm. Yarnistry. It was really cool. The medium beavers she had in like it was like you know those gumball machines yeah. where it's got like the plastic balls mm-hmm. and you've got something in them. Yep. So I paid for it. They gave me the little token, and I got to put the token in the machine, and then I got. To get out my little beaver and it had some stitch markers in it and a pin and a little mini skein from dye candy and it was super cute and it i loved cute. it so those were the two purchases that i was like i need both of these those mm-hmm. were my two planned yeah. purchases and then i didn't buy anything else on the first day you didn't but i'd gone past easy net stall that day and and seen his new super speckles and I was like, oh. And overnight, the whole night, I was like, oh, I really like that. So on the Friday, I went in and I bought myself some of the Easy Knit Super Speckle in the Carnival colorway. And it's just so colourful, guys. Like It's Pip in a skein. It is everything that Pip loves about like, yarn. Yeah, it's like, because speckles are a bit... I don't know what to do with speckles, but because these are super speckled, the speckles aren't just like little blips of colour, they're like slightly longer. So it's almost like a mega variegated skein yeah. almost. It's really hard to describe, but basically it's a little bit more versatile and I think it would look amazing in brioche. So it's, I love it. It's it's basically Pip Kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, it's got like red, green, orange, yellow, blue, purple. Were it not for the fact that it's speckled and not variegated this would be a really flipping obnoxious <laughs> pip skein yep I'm, I'm sat here holding it i feel like i needed to add one to my collection because <laughs> you've not got enough already nope <laughs> um and then and then the next day so saturday saturday i had seen a skein of yarn at the slow wardrobe stand by five moons that I'd seen on the first day I think actually yeah and I, did, and I was like do you know what I want that it's called it's a one of a kind and it's called could be a parrot and it's variegated and it's like it looks like a parrot it's like blue pink red green yellow every color it's but like not obnoxious it's like mm. 
it's a bit more not quite muted but yeah it's like it's really hard to describe there'll be a like it's like parrot colors yeah yeah it really is parrot colors and it's just and the variegation isn't too like short form yeah um and it's just really pretty and it's really soft and nice and i love it and i hadn't come across five moons before no and um, but it says here hand died in the black down hills in devon definitely gonna look for them in the future because oh their bases are so soft oh my goodness there was like a cashmere silk alpaca yeah. one and i was like what extremely reasonably priced yeah, as well the prices were so reasonable like oh my goodness i mean not to denigrate any other dyers no. work who have um a higher price point perhaps but i touched it i looked at the label i read mm. the content and i went i'm not going to be able to afford that and then i yeah. saw the price and i was like what yeah um but the could be a parrot one of a kind was the one i wanted so i didn't go for the other base because they didn't have this colorway in that base again so. it was pip kryptonite yep and then the last thing that i bought mm-hmm. with the last of my money mm-hmm. was from yarnistry and it was one of her floof hunter bags which admittedly you had said up before we left um for edinburgh I, I want to get my hands on a floof hunter bag yeah and it's a it's a project bag that has a cat with a ball of yarn and it says on it floof hunter, hunter and it's done in like the ikea style yeah and it's really cute and i love it so mm-hmm. that was mine that was it was two yep. two skeins of fingering yarn the kit for the jameson and smith mm-hmm. and that was all the yarn and yeah. then a floof hunter bag and a beaver that was it and i really love it and Good. the fact that i had to actually mm-hmm make considered purchases and really decide do i really want that enough means that i love everything i came home with that's always a good sign so yeah that was my spam what about you sia okay so i had birthday money burning a hole in my wallet (laughs) yeah plus obviously i've been budgeting for it Mm-hmm. I was super proud of myself. I've been saving two pound coins. Yes. And as Heather and Pip can attest, I rocked up to our Airbnb, pulled out a box, and it was stacked full of two pound coins. It was really funny. <laughs> and then you were like, this is heavy. This was a bad idea. Yeah, it was heavy. And then I'd empty some of the coins out into my purse and think, oh, but I don't want to spend these. I've collected these. <laughs> I'm like, no, you've saved them, Sia. You've saved them. You've not collected them, you loon. And even then, I still came home with half the box. <laughs> So I had I had a bit more to play with, and I'm apparently still in baby emo goth mode. Mm-hmm. So I bought four skeins of black yarn <laughs> across the festival. <laughs> uh, Pip was like, "Ooh, rainbow colours." Me apparently, I'm like, "Nope, black." <laughs> yep. Uh, so I got three skeins of rainbow heirloom sweaty up, which is their merino base, and mm-hmm. I've had it before, and it's super plump and squishy. Yeah, it's a DK worsted. And it's in the new asphalt colourway, mm-hmm. aka black. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the body of an Amma sweater for me. Yes. And then, I'll be honest, I kept going back to the Countess of Blaze stall to the point that I'm sure both the Countess and her team thought I was a bit of a fangirling lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> or some weird stalker or something, probably, who knows. But admittedly, I kept dragging Heather with me, so they probably think that Heather's just as bad. Sorry, Heather. And I got two skeins of the Grand Merino DK mm-hmm. in the Neo Tokyo colorway. So it's like pinks and purples and sort of like dark greens. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the sleeves and contrast color for mm-hmm. my Amma sweater. Yeah. Again, still in teenage goth mode. 
I also picked up some of her Lady P sock, Lady Persephone sock. Yeah. Which is a BFL base, and I've never had it before, but I got it in the Black Parade. Yes. It's black. And then in this sort of like dark purples and pinks called Dayworld. It's lovely. Yep, it is. It's me in a skein. Mm-hmm. Or it's is me this month in a skein. I have no idea what they're going to be. I think I'm probably going to use the Black Parade as part of an Oracle shawl. Okay. I'm going to do a second one. Um, so that's the... I'm going to do the full circle one again. And that's by Kristen Lair of uh, Vol and Vine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then after that, what else did I get? I got some of the Wall Kitchen's BFL DK in her infamous Ziggy colorway. Yes. And I don't know what it's going to be, but Heather was buying it for her Amma sweater. I, the more I looked at it, the more I thought, I need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's probably going to be a hat or something, I think. But it, oh, again, it's another really plump, squishy base. But yeah. it's BFL. So I spent a lot of time petting it and squishing it, and I hand-wound it into a ball yesterday. Ooh. But I didn't wind it around the label this time. Good. I call that progress. I call that learning. I'm growing as a person. Yes. <laughs> then what else did I get? I got... Um, a skein from For the Love of Yarn. Mm-hmm. So they're local to us, and I've not had their yarn before. But Heather and I were looking around, and they'd done this sort of Edinburgh exclusive colorway, and it was pink and yellow and purple and orange and black. Yes. So my kryptonite. Mm-hmm. And it was called, I think it's called Fireworks Over the Castle. Yes. And they'd done it on different bases, but I got it on the BFL nylon base of theirs, mm-hmm. which is re- really nice. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be. Probably brioche, probably shawl, probably something. Mm-hmm. I was really tempted to get extra and turn it into another soiree sweater, but then I was thinking, that's a little bit bonkers even by my standards. <laughs> but it'll be something. And I've got to tell you, when Heather and I were there, they were so lovely and kind and funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a bit of, bit of a giggle over with them because they um, were trying to get things out from under their table and they were just kind of like bantering back and forth um, and I was just kind of like yep I met them they're awesome I met them at Perth and bought some yarn from them at Perth and they're just lovely oh they're so lovely so funny I was just like these are good people yeah um, so looking forward to working with their yarn and perhaps getting more from them in the future mm-hmm. and then I also went to uh, the little grey girl for a project bag mm-hmm. now I don't actually want it as a project bag Yes. So I got a pyramid bag, and as a role player, I have a fair amount of dice. Yeah. And I've amassed quite a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, they've outgrown the tiny pyramid bag I was using. Yes. So I now have a bigger pyramid bag, this time from Little Grey Girl, and it's going to be my dice bag. Yes. <laughs> and as it turns out, it's a little bit too big for my current dice collection, so I'm just going to have to buy more dice. Oh, no. Or maybe just start putting projects in there with the dice, but maybe. We'll, we'll see how well that goes. <laughs> and then finally, Katie Green um, of the Green Bean Podcast, comic book writer and artist. She had a pop up stall on the Friday and the Sat no, the Thursday and the Saturday. Mm-hmm. And she'd brought various pieces of her work. She'd brought zines. She'd brought tea towels, brooches, and things. Prints. Prints. And I bought a zine from her that collected all of her um, knitting comics. Mm-hmm. And a couple of little extra pieces in it. Because I can't not be someone studying comics and then not support a comic artist. Yeah. And, oh, it's such a lovely book. Yeah. I'm so happy to have that on my comic collection shelves. Mm-hmm. And, oh, she's just so lovely. And yes. um, Isla mm-hmm. was there with her as well. So it was really lovely to see Isla as well. Yeah. And I even kept the fangirling to a minimum. Well done. I didn't make a muppet of myself, I think. Congratulations. I know, right? Growing as a person, I'm telling you personal growth 
Um, though admittedly, I didn't see Emily Wessel of Tin Cannets to make my, make an annual Muppet of myself in front of her this year, so you know. <laughs> no, I'll just uh. record it on the podcast instead. See, a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my um, stash this year. And yeah. unlike Pip, none of it was planned, but I got plans for it as I was going around, so I figure that's okay. Yeah, that's fine, and it'll keep me occupied for a wee while. Yeah. Like so. all five minutes until I order more yarn off the internet, because being able to order yarn from my phone is really, really good for me. <laughs> so yeah, that's our spam. Did we have any patterns? I didn't buy any pattern. Well, I got the Shetland wool. You got the Shetland wool pattern. Yeah. I'll be honest. Um, I did notice that Jane Morrison, mm-hmm. Yarnison, she's released a new shawl. I think yes. it's called Armchair Athlete. Yes. And I have been eyeing that up, and I think that will find its way into my queue and into my Ravelry library. Yeah. Very soon. Mm-hmm. Did anyone else release any patterns for UIF? Do you remember? Stephen West released one mm. during UIF, but honestly, my brain is so fried that yeah. I kind of can't remember anything anymore. Well, so. consider yourselves appropriately annually spammed. Yes. So that was Edinburgh. We've missed a bunch, but yeah. like that's all we're coherent enough to to mention and we really wanted to record and chat to you all whilst things are still relatively fresh in our fried memories yes and also you know it's monday it's the monday after eyf you're feeling the eyf blues because we've got to wait another year for it i know i know um but as ever huge snaps props hugs to joe and mika and their team of volunteers yeah for yet another brilliant year festival obviously we look forward to the next yes (laughs) and Um, thank you all for coming and saying hi to us chatting with us hanging out with us yeah and uh luckily enough i've only got a week to feel blue because Uh saturday the 30th of march is the perth reveal day (gasps) yeah so we can start getting excited about perth soon so for those of you who are looking for another festival in scotland uh, 30th of March is when yeah. all the vendors and stuff get released for Perth Festival of Yarn. So if you're having festival withdrawal symptoms and you are... Uh, need your fix. Yeah, you need your fix of your next round of excitement. Keep an eye on the yeah. Perth Festival of Yarn pages on Instagram and Facebook yeah. for, um, for that. Yeah, and it means there's plenty of time for you to knit through your new EYF stash. Yes. and However plan. small or perfectly sized it may be. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's kind of us for an episode. We've rambled at you for over an hour. Yeah, and now I've got to edit it. Ha <laughs> 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 um, It was a pleasure as always, guys. And yeah. Uh, hope you yeah. enjoyed listening. Yeah, and we'll be back next month as ever with more <laughs> regular content. <laughs> yes. Regular rambling. <laughs> we'll be, for the- yeah, there'll be more alcohol. More alcohol for, for Sia. Yeah. Not for me. Not for you. And yeah, I guess... Until April. Until April. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Tipsy Knits podcast, whether you're a new or returning listener. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram as at Tipsy Knits. You can also find us on YouTube as an audio podcast under the name Tipsy Knits Podcast. The music is from the lovely Juke Deck, where you can generate your own music for podcasts. So for any aspiring or other podcasters out there, check out Juke Deck. Thanks for listening.